first or like what uh what's shaking uh if we're gonna warm up we should make it really brief yeah because we don't have as yeah, much we don't time. Have a lot of time i don't yeah. know why it's so weird time is of the essence this episode what'd you knock down oh the coaster yeah you want to make sure you put that back coasters man so underrated hey you can't it's hard to beat a good coaster especially if you're having like a dinner party or like a nice little get together at the house imagine all those people with cold drinks just leaving fucking stain marks it's not, not okay cool. it's not okay all right okay Two, one, and we're back with your tune in to another episode of Sigmund's Cafe podcast. What is it the podcast of? Podcast about books and bullshit, guys. Yep, that's right. Yeah, this is one of your co-hosts, Brandon Q. And this is Dominic Srigliano, the other co-host. Yep, and the book we're doing this week, I think it's technically a poetry book. Um, Right? Well, it's by... Someone who is a poet. Yeah, he refers himself as Humble the Poet. And the book is Unlearn by, I think, I think it's just straight up Unlearn. We yeah. don't have a physical copy of the book. We did audio book. So we'll, uh, right now, um, we will insert that right here. Yeah. Right, oh. we're, um, right here. Nice. Oh, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Things to Unlearn, basically. That's the book. Title's pretty straightforward. Uh, overall. What'd you think? Well, yet again, another book reminding me that I am not shit. And yeah, in a nice way though. Yeah, way nicer. Way nicer. I like I like that kind of approach because it's like it kind of felt like he's just talking like to you only. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I like that. So chapter's nice, short and sweet. Short and sweet. I think each chapter was like at most four minutes on yeah. the audiobook. Yeah. It's just a nice uh reminder that A we're human and B we don't matter. Yeah, we don't, we, really we, don't. we don't matter to each other is what he's trying to say. Yeah. And the flip side of that is like that person's not as important as they think they are. And on the flip as side, you of should not either. Right. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, you are not important to that person as well. Yep. It's true. It's true. Nobody really cares is another theme that we've danced around on this podcast many of times. Yeah. We could, you could, that's clearly evident by as many views as we're getting, guys. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> we, we hear you loud and clear, okay? <laughs> Nobody cares. So, um, yep. If you're out there, just, you know, be nice to give us a little reminder. <laughs> give us a, like, a nice little like or comment. <laughs> really, any form of you acknowledgement know, would be nice. But Like, we left the email in the description. We're inviting you guys to fucking bother us. Did we get uh, any this week? Actually, I got to check the email. I haven't checked it. I've been busy. I've been busy. Come on. All right. Come on, man. Well, where does he take us on this journey? Well, yeah, actually, before that, in the spirit of this book, I felt like it'd be a good idea to play a little game. Okay. You know, I like games. Yeah. And I just thought maybe we should tell each other about the things that we think we should unlearn. Okay. Okay. So I'll go first. Right. So basically I'm going to tell you what you need to unlearn. Okay. From the outside perspective. Cause like you don't, you don't matter. Okay. You know? Right. Let's hear it. Is that a negative tone or no, let's hear it. All I'm right. curious. Unlearn. I think honestly 
I mean, it applies to both of us. I think time management. Time management, big you time. Know, yeah. it, always, it always bites us in the ass. It does. That's just something I think from... That's a procrastinating... But procrastinate. here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Um, in my time of procrastin- procrastinating, I feel like I've learned extreme focus. It's crazy, too, because you only learn from that from doing it. Yeah. You have to waste time to realize you're wasting time. That's true. And then in the book, uh, Humble talks about how, yo, wasting time is not cool, but at the same time, it's fine. I mean... Like, time's going to go by. And at the same time, you're going to realize what you need to realize within that time. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know that sounds very general, but... Well, yeah, I've noticed when I waste time, um, I kind of discover some things that are new to me. And it's definitely... Some of my wasted time is thinking. Yeah. Some of... uh, thing I think is a psychology thing. Idle time is necessary for creative people. Mm. Like you can't always be busy. If you're always busy, you're not giving your mind time to just chill and come up with ideas. Yeah. That's why I've told you this. I learned this, uh, I think a psychology thing. Some of our best ideas always come from either you're laying down in bed, you're in the shower or you're taking a poo-poo. Uh, you want to know on my, Mine come though. Yeah, let me hear this. Uh, it it is laying in bed, but it's like right after I wake up from a dream because I have some wild ass dreams. A lot of people, I think cocaine, technically is like the dream drug they call it. But for I don't that reason. I don't do that though. No, I know you don't. But, but I'm what saying, is that? What do you I'm mean? Saying like cocaine. I've never done cocaine. I don't know about it. Cocaine, basically, from what I've read simulates that drug experience or the dream experience really are you sure no (laughs) i'm not sure (laughs) yeah that didn't sound right because cocaine's a stimulant and it wakes you up so you're saying you're like living a dream in your awake time i think so dude that sounds really wrong what are you what are you gonna do yeah what are you gonna do what are you gonna do yeah i don't know anything about drugs man it's okay i tried my best (laughs) all right it's cool what else no but this book made me think, I know that this book made me think unlearning, just that word in itself, unlearn. We don't really think about that. We think, oh, I have to learn something new. Maybe you've been wrong the whole time and you got to unlearn it. Don't relearn it, unlearn it. So how do you unlearn something? Taking stuff away. Removal. And what do you remove? Uh, for instance, if you have a problem with being distracted, don't buy something to keep you not distracted take something away ah like remove the iphone from your two to five hours a day you know yeah or just cut it out yeah like chop it down a little bit okay but if we're talking about not just like distractions though because how do you unlearn how do you unlearn being negative gratitude I think he spoke, I think he specifically, I don't know if he said negative, but I remember him, I remember Humble mentioned something about being like thankful, I think I want to say. It's kind of like unlearning, the way that I saw him saying unlearning. You're right, that's what he said. Something about, he... He said if you're feeling bad, just write down all the things you're thankful for to switch it. Because mindset's a big thing in this book. All it is is just 
unlearn, I think it's like a a very good word to say, hey, you've learned it this way. Now undo it to the opposite way. Right. Basically, well, just flip it around. Whoa, whoa, it's whoa, like, whoa. it's like, okay, hold, I know. Yeah, I didn't explain that good. It's like the great Lil Duval said, if you can't change the problem, change your perspective. Okay. That's a bar. Um, and so, yeah, okay. Sometimes it takes a while for things to sink in for me. Yep. And he, the words he used was mindset. Just flip your mindset, perspective, same thing. I want to get into something that uh, I thought was kind of interesting about this. And let's talk a little bit about fear. Oh, I'm glad you brought this up. And I think that, what was the chapter title? Do you remember? It was like <sighs> the gift of fear, I believe it was. Called. Something like that. And how can fear be a gift? Well, if we're looking from an early standpoint of like um, a biological standpoint, fear will keep you safe from destroying yourself. So it's yeah. like if you're going to jump off a cliff, you're afraid because you're going to get your, hurt. Your body's like, um, I'm going to tell you to be scared because we're not supposed to be here. Exactly. You know? So that also like, is the exact same idea for your fears of um, your mental challenges and things you have to overcome as well. He says to deal with fear, he takes the most drastic stance in saying if what you're afraid of is never going to be as bad as dying. That oh is Oh my god. Yeah, I remember this. If chapter. you compare every single uh fear, every single struggle in your life to dying, then nothing's really going to be an issue for you. Is that the chapter where he said settling is death? What do you mean? Because I remember, I think this is chapter chapter ninety four. I don't know if this is this might be the title of the chapter. It was he said settling is death, and basically he was saying like, "Yo, if you settle, you're basically signing up for like to quit because you probably are settling because you're like, yo, I'm scared." I see. You know, mm -hmm. was that that same chapter? No, was, that okay. wasn't in that one. This was uh, this was towards the end of the book. Then I remember this specifically. I think it's along the same lines. It's like, bro. What do you, you're scared? Well, the only other option of not just doing is you know the ending already. So might as well just fucking do it. Say that again. What did I say? Dude, I don't know, but I think Reggie farted in yeah, my whole... Did. I didn't want to, I didn't want to mention it because I didn't want to kill the mood, but... Dude, it's really lingering. Dude, it's, it's it's amplifying too. That's why I started drinking more cups of my coffee. I'm like, you can inhale that coffee. Hey, shit. Nah, dude. He's got to go outside soon. It's because, you know, when you sleep, you just get a little too comfy. Yeah. You know, just rem remember like when you were a kid, you just were like so loose when you slept. They say that's when your best sleep is when you're a kid. Hmm. And he's, you know, he's not even two yet. Fuck, man. It smells terrible. Dude, at night, he rips some really stinky ones, and it's bad. And then, like, it'll be, like, 4 a.m., and, like, I get a whiff of that, and I'm like, I had to wake up to this. Bro, why do dog farts just linger more? This shit's not going anywhere. Let's give some time. Bro, it smells like you have, a like, a cat box in here. Dude, come on. That, don't, don't say that about the studio. <laughs> it smells terrible. Ah, oh, come on. All right, can we get back on track? Yeah, what what were we talking about? <sighs> Fuck, it stinks. Okay. What were we what were we talking about? You go first, dude. He's deep in like REM sleep right now. His eyes are open. Nah, bro, he's not. Nah. Anyway, uh, something about fear. Oh yeah, is what we were talking about. 
settling his death. Oh, right. That's yeah. what you said. Fear will prevent you from doing so much stuff. Mm. And like the goat, the goat and the only goat, Michael Jordan said, fear is often just an illusion. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. But fear is use it to push you, use it to motivate you. Yeah, once you overcome fear, things are less fearful in the future. And it's usually the little things where it's like, wow, I, I was scared of this. Yeah. What was, you know, I was, I was stupid. Yeah. It's like, what's the worst that can happen? And, and another thing is all our problems were created by each other is most of our problems. Yeah. I created a lot he, of my own problems. Not, no, I'm not saying about the individual. He's, he remember he talked about how like most of our fears and our issues in our lives were created by the system. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. So it's like if you have, it's like yeah, it's like hey man, what are you gonna do? You gonna you gonna do it, deal with it or not? You know, it's like other than medical, any problem or issue you may encounter, like struggling to make rent or something, created by the system, yeah. struggling to pay off. It's something. like like I mean, uh, even me, like as a kid in high school or college too. It's like that thing. It's like oh, like I'm like the only non-white person in this room. Like, yeah, that's nothing, but at the same time, like, my fears, it's like, yo, I'm scared, but at the same time, it's like, it really, like, ain't nothing. Just yeah. fuck it, you know? What mm-hmm. are you gonna do? That's the thing. It's, once you stop caring, I think that's kind of what all these books are telling us. Just stop caring so much. Other people are gonna think what they're gonna think, regardless. Another thing, too. And their opinions don't mean anything. They literally don't. We We've touched upon this. Uh, another thing that kind of came into my mind as I was exploring this book was just because I, I I had uh, listened to this book prior, but this time it kind of hit different. Okay. Shout out SZA. It kind of hit different, you know? And I kind of thought maybe like the timing, location, just where you're at in life just really changes a book, hmm. the experience. Because I, I think I heard this like right when it came out. I'm like, oh, this is good. Yeah, this is nice. But I didn't feel it, you know? Okay. This time, like, I, I was like, dude, I was listening to it as I walked my dog. I listened to it during my lunch at work, sometimes, like, before bed. And I'm just like, oh, man, like, I'm really soaking this in. Mm-hmm. Like, we're towards the end of the year. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm ready to go. Like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's put some action behind this, you know? Okay. So, like, well, I mean, what is it about that? About what? Just why, why, what makes it like one year? Like I read this book a year ago and I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Now I'm just like, nah, this is like, this is, I felt it this time. What did you feel the first time? I'm just like, yeah, this is cool. Well, doesn't he say that? He mentions like how this is a book that you can pick up and read any chapter anytime. And I thought he said, that it might not make sense. This will like you can read this as a fifteen-year-old and come back as a twenty-five-year-old, and you'd mm, understand it much better. Okay, but it's just one year. It wasn't like a ten-year gap for you. So that just says something about you. Oh, what's it say? Well, I I don't know. Neither do I. <clears throat> it just says you've changed, obviously, dude. Nah, because you know I kind of like I I mean I'm sure everyone else is doing it, especially with Thanksgiving coming up, like or having passed. Uh, oh, yeah. like looking back at this year, we didn't see any of this. See any of what? A uh, pandemic. Like oh, like, every, like for the first time, we're just like 
being kind of we can't dictate our own lives uh as freely as we can i mean we can you know but we it's can like, and we no we can't we can and we can't exactly well you know? explain well like there was a pandemic uh there's a academic going on uh dude i was living in mexico and then i'm like eight crunch time i'm like all right am i gonna stay or am i gonna go fuck it i'm gonna leave you know yeah and then like but look, that's definitely not what you wanted to do right that wasn't in the plan nah, that wasn't in the plans i could have stuck it out i could have been i could have been there i could have stayed what would have happened i don't know you think you would have got covid because isn't it a little more yeah i think i would have gotten it but like i just would have got it <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i don't think i don't know your body but i don't think you would have struggled with it Mm-mm. a lot but of people like, are though that's the thing you don't know how it's going to affect you. No, you don't. But the thing that scares me about it, though, and this is probably the worst part, I saw someone got it, and he lost his taste. Oh, yeah. And he was sucks. just eating onions raw. He said, I can't taste it. I didn't care about that symptom until you just told me right now. Could you imagine? Eating onions and just, ugh. Just can't like even that? Ta- can't even taste it. Yeah, he just took a bite out of it. Was he like crying with like no salt in his eyes? No, he was just like, he's chewing it and he's just like, can't taste it. Crazy virus. Dude. That would suck. Oh man. Yeah. That visual just doesn't sit right. I mean, I like onions in my food. Don't get me wrong, but like. Not like that though. Yeah, not like that. Because was this a Caucasian man? Uh, I don't. I think so. Yeah. This food already doesn't have any flavor too. Yeah, I don't know what part of the country he was in. Or what country he was in. Good point, good point. Yeah, let's be inclusive here. Yeah, Could have been Canada. Could have been. Oh. Have you had Canadian cuisine? Uh, I've never tried poutine. Have you had... I've always wanted to. You never had their bacon? Dude, come on. Yeah, I've had the bacon. But what else do they got? <laughs> Maple syrup. Okay, yeah. What else? What else do you need? That's not no. You, the Canadians don't have a dish, bro. Canadian, bro, you know no, 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 you're Canadian, being an they, asshole to Canadians. They, got, no, they didn't do anything. Canadians to you. just got poutine. That's it. What is that? It's like melty cheese with fries and gravy. I think. I'm sure they got other things. Yeah, um, yeah, but you know what? If they do, it's not from there. Because I'm pretty sure poutine. Is yeah, I like, bet you they have that your French cuisine over there. That's what I was gonna uh, say in Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm like, yo, like, because they got a, up in Toronto, they got good food, though. Well, that's a big city. There's going to be good food in big city. It's a clean city, too. Is it? Nice and clean. What what makes it clean? The streets. Okay. I mean, also, like, come on, Drake's from there. So Drake's cleaning up the streets? Like, only one sweet street sweeper at a time? Yeah. Thanks, Drake. We're straying. We're, uh, uh... you know what? I kind of think too, like this book, it's probably uh, heavily consumed by Americans. I hadn't even heard of it until you told me about it. Mm-hmm. He's a Canadian, isn't he? He's Canadian. Hey. And the thing that is, that tied too, in without dude, any planning. He's Canadian, but I don't think Canadians Canadians would hear this and go, well, yes, of course. What do you think that they like? Just- like, this is just a Canadian way, I think. Have you ever met a Canadian that's not just a great person? The answer is probably no. I don't know. Every Canadian, I don't think so. Every Canadian I've met is just the 
nicest fucking person. I was trying to, I was thinking, yeah, I agree, but I was, I paused not because of that. I paused because of what you said before, which is, this is just the Canadian way. What makes you say that? Dude, uh, first of all, he's just such a calm, inviting person when you hear this audiobook. But what if he, you just pick it up and you don't read the audiobook and you read it with your own voice? Just the words are so, it's not even, it's not, not only is it just like, it's not just encouraging. It's just like, hey, man, um, instead of me, you know, like those coaching styles of, hey, get your shit together. It's like a coach going like, hey, man, you're doing okay. So he's the coach K? No, he's the coach. Who's like a player, the ultimate player's coach? Ty, Ty, Ty Lue? I don't know anyone else to even say. What about Pop? Oh, no, he's Steve Kerr. Oh, okay. Players love playing for Steve Kerr. What about Pop? Pop, he's a little militaristic, though. Is he? Yeah, he's a good guy. Like, mm. he's an amazing dude, I hear. But he's a little militaristic, because I think he went to... Uh, Army, I think. I think he went there, yeah. He played there, too. Mm -hmm. But this book, it just... it it very it, Dude, it's super Canadian when you think about it. It's super encouraging. It's positive. There's It's very optimistic. How would you compare it to the subtle art of not giving a... Dude, it's French. It's blatantly... Canada American perspective, but the same shit, right? Yeah, like, dude, look at the title: "The Subtle Art Not Giving a Fuck." I'm gonna be, uh, what? What's that word? Uh, explicit. Yeah. I'm gonna be in your face. True. I'm gonna tell you what's going on, why you're wrong, and here comes Hummel the poet. That's a good point. Canada, going, hey guys, uh, <laughs> that's a good. You know, I actually thought this. Yeah. Now that you're saying it, I was like, this is a much less intense subtle art Dude, it's super super it's a, it's such a shareable book it's funny because they're saying the same thing just one's a lot more like holding your hand whereas the other one's like in your face canada's right up there it is We're right next to each other yeah we are it's yeah right next dude i was in i remember i was in mexico i ran into some canadians and i'm like oh you, i'm like oh where are you guys from oh we're from canada i'm from toronto i'm like oh i had a nice little conversation about the raptors and i was like oh yeah i'm from the bay he's like oh Warriors fan, I'm like, uh, <laughs> used to be a Warriors fan. And then we bonded over like, dude, I'm a huge Kawhi fan. Love the Raptors. Great organization. And they're just like, oh, thank you. Dude, they thanked me for liking their team. Who does that? Canadians. Uh, yeah. Well, well, I bet you most people would thank you, though, for liking their team. No. You don't think so? No way. They'd probably, dude, in here in the United States, they'd probably be like, oh, uh, yeah, that's my team. There's, uh, it's like so territorial. Okay. Like, dude, we have. Look at Philadelphia's fans. Yeah, they they are intense. Like, so it's brutal. You're right. You're fans right. that just don't deserve a franchise sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but look at all their franchises. Before the Eagles won the Super Bowl, they weren't shit, and neither were the Flyers. Don't win nothing. Phillies don't win anything. Uh, Sixers are on the way up, but they still haven't gotten anything. I've heard someone say that Philly is. Like New York in the seventies or something like that. It sounds like pretty accurate. How so? I've only been to Philly once for about ten hours. Uh but it I mean, it if it, it didn't feel like New York, but it didn't feel like actually I don't even know if I could Did you even leave the airport? Yeah, I left the airport. I went to the hotel. <laughs> I was you? about I was about to go get me a Philly cheesesteak, but uh I was like, Man, I'm too tired. What'd you eat? Just got some Uber Eats. Yeah. How are we looking on time? 
I didn't put a time. Yet. Oh my god! What do we check the thing? Okay. Oh, we're, what we, time is? We it? have like ten minutes left. Okay. Or maybe do twelve. Okay. Let me do fifteen. Do fifteen. I'll just do a stopwatch. All right. Let's uh, let's kind of wind it down. Let's also come back to the book a little bit. Okay. So maybe, okay. What what do you th- individually? What do we think each of us has to unlearn in the spirit of humble the poet? Oh. We're back to this. From the book. Do you want to go or I go? You go, because this is your game, and I'm tr- give me okay. some time to think. You kind of talked about, you kind of mentioned it already, like it kind of like, it hit me, you know? The fear thing. Mm-hmm. The thing specifically with me, because in, in every book, there's always something where it's like, yeah, they say this, but they're not saying specifically this, which is kind of the same, but different. And I think in terms of me, Maybe even like the podcast is, I think for me, I need to unlearn being afraid of doing something that is already out there. Mm. Cause it's like, you know, everyone it's like, Oh, I want to be, I want to be different. Cause it's easy to, when you're completely different, it's so easy to be bold because you feel like, yo, nobody can fuck with me. But if you're like, yo, I want to do something that already exists. It's like how I'm like scared because how is anyone going to notice me and all that stuff? So I think, with me and I mean I think people can relate it's like being afraid to do something that people already excel at that is someone that someone has already done I see you know so mm-hmm. many people all want to be a uh, musician we got a ton of those especially nowadays too anyone could just do it yeah so it's harder to get noticed that's true and that goes for not just music that goes for everything mm-hmm. anyone especially like for me and like video making people the iphones are getting really crazy i bet you people Dude, will be attention like the plus they've side, already shot a movie on an iphone dude the plus is that like attention is rising but at the same time it's like are you gonna do it or not you know you might as well do it the thing that's crazy though it's like applying for a job that like 200 people have applied to and how is they, they see resume, resume, resume. How is yours going to stand out amongst the 199 others? Mm -hmm. So I guess that's, it's trying to find that niche that you're good at within something that uh, people already excel at. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I hear you there. Like trying to find that is a lot scarier than, having your own bold new fresh thing. Cause you could pave the way that way. Yeah. You could be a trailblazer. Mm-hmm. Like a we, maverick. All, we all wish we could do that. Yeah. That would be the best way. Right. That's why <laughs> people get rich off inventions. What do you think you got on when, uh, the procrastination besides, thing. besides being a little bitch, what do you think you got on when? besides being a little bitch? I got to learn that too. Let's get that straight. I was born a bitch. So I can't help it. Um, Man, you know, we watched like a YouTube video of this dude who I would say I have to not really unlearn, though. If we're specifically talking unlearn, man, I could think of a few things. All right, let's hear it. (laughs) No, I'm just, I'm just, no, 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 let me think. I'm being facetious. If you could help me out, because. The things that I'm saying are not really to unlearn what I'm thinking. It's more to actually just do. So you could unlearn not doing. Yeah. Okay, that would be it. Okay, no, you know what it would be? That would be it. Unlearn 
the uh, I don't know if this is a word on action. No, that's it. Yeah, that's definitely it. it's just I do struggle with sometimes just when I have deadlines, that's when I tend to get most focused. But uh-huh. when I have the time to waste, most of the time I'll waste it. And Dude. it's like if I get going on something, it's like I have so much time that I'll be like, okay, I did this for 30 minutes. Let you me waste what? let me waste an hour. Something we're touching on too. I feel like he mentions it. Yeah. Let's see. Oh yeah. So he mentioned something. He I don't remember where, but he basically says, Hey, you're either gonna do that thing or you're not. And then he talks about which chapter is it? Chapter 92. He says, live the width of your life. Hmm. What's well, that mean? It means basically like don't live the length of your life, live the width. Oh, he also said something. It's like, it's not about the days you live. It's about, it's not about the days of your life. It's about the life of your days. Basically, same concept. But he's basically saying like, yo, dude, like, don't try to extend everything out. Yeah. You know? Get the most out of. Like, today's today. What we're going to do in the future is kind of dictated by what we do right now. Exactly. Right. Right. So it's like, fuck it. And another thing he mentions is that we're all going to die everything that is a problem now will eventually just end yeah dude same with the people that are around us they're they're all going to die too and that's how well actually i'm not going to die oh yeah you're uploading you're uploading your brain i'm uploading my brain for sure so you're gonna have (laughs) you're just gonna have your mind and all everything for all eternity just exist bro whenever we can finally travel space i hope i'm like part of that like group of like, what are they called? Not robots, but cyborgs or something like that. That's like, yeah, dude, this guy, he used to be human. We got his brain up in here. Like, can he be here? Like, is this chill? You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be part of that. Yeah, because it's just a simulation. This is all simulation. Oh yeah, big time. So you believe in simulation theory? I don't disbelieve it. So you believe it? I don't disbelieve it. Okay, you're using <laughs> words to dance around and not commit Dude, to something. Dude, come on. I mean, alternative facts, you know? Like, <laughs> I just... Dude, remember I don't that? know what you mean. Remember that? I, it's so funny how, like, that became a word from, like, uh, this whole... These past four years, man. What was it called? Alternative facts. <laughs> like, the Trump administration was just putting that out there. And then, like, alternative facts... That's that's yeah, that's pretty hot. That's pretty fire, dude. <laughs> like, listen, it's, you guys are lying. Like, hey, I don't know about your facts, or they may be alternative facts, but like, <laughs> dude, that that was that was fire when they came out with that. Ah, oh, man. What else? How how you want to close this out? Let's see. Hey, man. Uh, you know, it's a good book, dude. You know, I'm not one too to promote these types of like supportive it technically you could kind of say it's a self-help book but it is yeah but it's kind of it's not one of those bullshit books like it's not a book that's like hey i'm gonna change you i'm gonna tell you how to change your life no it's like hey dude uh take what you want from it yeah no yeah that's i think that goes for all the books we do in this if if it's gonna be uh categories as a self-help then it's one that's not trying to really sugarcoat anything it's very reflective too of 
how uh, I've heard Humble the Poet speak a couple times. Dude, the book's him. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is the type of person that most people tend to listen to more than the person that says, I have the answers. You know, uh, you're probably going to listen to the person that just is going to say, Hey, I could share my perspective. You could take it or leave it, as opposed to the person that goes, No, I can tell you what's right and what's wrong. Because, dude, we're all fucking different. Yeah. You know, we're all pieces of shit in our own way. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh. So. That's pretty much what I was going to go with, too, is that, oh, okay. yeah, this book is just kind of there for if, you, if you're if you interested, take what you need from it. Yeah. And you even said yourself that you read it a second time and it made more sense the second time. Yeah. So. Hit different, you know? I wonder, I might give this another try in a year and see how it hits. It did hit me a lot, but I guess since we just read The Subtle Art, I kind of felt like the blows weren't as mm-hmm. intense. That's kind of, I think what I've been like, th- cause I usually like I, in the past read a book, boom, done. Yes. I finished the book. Now it's like, all right. Uh, I kind of want to revisit that now, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, uh, the start with why book I read that three years ago. I kind of want to revisit it by Simon Sinek. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I'm like, dude, that now kind of feels like a better time to re like read that. Yeah. It's good too. It's, uh, even he says in the book, which I kind of liked, is that anything worth saying is worth repeating. Boom. That's a bar. So He's a rapper, too. I know. Yeah. I, I He said that in the yeah. book, and I, I didn't realize. Um, so, yeah, it's just like if you say it enough, maybe if you say it in different ways for different people, it'll hit depending different. on the way you say it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Did you read the whole thing the first time? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe... I think we were just you know paying what, attention. You know better. what? We don't. It's like we don't got a lot of time, but I th- honestly think uh, he briefly mentions like this thing about happiness. I think the first time I read it, listened to it, I was too happy. When did you? You were in college. You said I was in Mexico. Oh, oh, that's right. I was, was a year in Mexico, dude. I was too happy. So yeah, of course it's not gonna hit. So it was just was a joy, and this time, not saying it wasn't enjoyable. But it was like more rewarding. You needed it more this time. No, nah, I didn't need it. I just it felt like it felt like I was cold and someone gave me a jacket. And like I'm like, oh yeah, this is much better. But you didn't need the jacket? Nah, it's like I I could chill out here. Oh yeah, you know, this coat's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so uh you should wrap it up now. Yeah. All right, guys. It's been another episode of Sigmund's Cafe. Make sure you like, subscribe. Share the podcast. Share if you can. And shoot us some emails. Brandon will check next week. Yeah. If you guys, too, what really would help us out is if you leave a review on the iTunes, Apple Podcasts, right? Yeah. The, yeah. The that, Apple Podcasts. That's going to help us out a lot because uh, there's some other podcasts out here that are uh, trying to take our spot, but uh, they ain't us. That's right. That's right. We are only we. All right, guys. So it's been another episode. Uh, see you later. See you next time. <laughs>